Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. Happy Friday, everybody. This is Issel and Louie, ESPN 680, 105.7, and of course, always on the ESPN Louisville app. We appreciate you spending some time with us today. Louie, I panicked this morning. I didn't see a show sheet. I thought I'd have to come up with some ideas. Yeah, right. A little thought from Dan Issel on a Friday. How about that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, the kids are off school, so my, my usual morning equilibrium is completely thrown off. So that's, that's I got that you. Yeah. yeah, I got it. A little in-service day, a little uh, parent-teacher conference day. How about that? Oh, okay. Where you, where you find out how the little rugrats are progressing. I literally, so I'm the dad, because people don't know, I used to be a teacher, and I, um, I, I remember talking to parents, and the first thing I would tell them about was what, you know, how I found their kids to be socially, right? Like the, because a huge part of going to school is the social part, of course. Yes. And, and I, the first thing I sit down, and I'm like, and they're like, okay, well, let's talk. I'm like, hang on, hang on. Is my kid an A.H.? <laughs> oh no, he's really good. He's really kind. He does this. And like, okay, great. Okay, talk to me about anything else. That's fine. Like, but if like that's number one, number two, and number three for me is is my kid an AH because he can't or she now and she's in school. Um, that's not something we're going to do as a family. Like, yeah, nope, not, no, not, it, not doing that. <laughs> no, and and as far as the academics are concerned, don't you have a pretty good idea going in? I mean, if your of kid's course. bringing home papers with A pluses, <laughs> yeah. you get you got a pretty good idea. He's you know going to be okay academically. Yeah. If he or she is coming home with D pluses, then you know you got a problem. So I, our oldest, uh, I've talked about before, our oldest is autistic. I have to go to three different meetings for him academically. I know that going in, though, like that's part of it. But is he an AH? Oh no, he's really sweet. Great, that's great because he's an <laughs> AH to me. So that's great. Yeah, good. <laughs> I'm hey, glad he's not doing it too. Isn't he 13, Louis? He is 13. Yeah, you're just getting started, oh, uh, pal. <laughs> man, uh, yeah, that'll just be just getting started. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh man, teenagers, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's just so many layers with him. Just because, like, it's the teenager thing, it's the puberty thing, it's the autism thing. Like, there's just just a lot, Dan. It's a yeah. lot going on. <laughs> I got you. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Everybody yes, does. We'll get there. So, yes, you will. Man to man, I'll tell you who's not going to get there. Who's that? North Carolina. Ooh. Bums. Ooh. <laughs> they are Ooh. bad. I wonder, They're wonder bad, what the man. call-in shows around Chapel Hill are sounding yeah. like Charlotte this Radio this morning is easy, man. <laughs> that That's an easy show. There would be no show sheet in Charlotte today. <laughs> I wonder if they have a Carolina Blue Billy that calls in their shows. <laughs> get that bum out of here. All right. It is it is amazing though, Louie, when you stop and think now, you know, everybody likes to point I mean, they didn't have that good a season last year. Correct. Until they got to the tournament. I think they were an eight seed yep. and, and got to the championship game, so everything clicked. But, you know, for those who said this was the best team in college basketball preseason, it was hard to argue with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had four starters two or three bench people back from a team that went to the national championship. And, I, you know, Manic was a nice player, but you added Nance from right. North uh, Northwestern. Sure. Uh, you know, you had to figure. But, man, I mean, they looked terrible last night. And, and they and they just made so many – I mean, they just threw in so many clunkers this season. Yep. And, and if you want to make the NCAA tournament, you're not allowed more than a couple, essentially, right? And so um, – yeah, it's its own 
it also shows how hard this is. No question. Right. I mean, yeah, how hard it is right. and how, how much we take for granted, like, you know, that UK has never gone four years without winning a tournament game. I mean, UNC went to the title game last year, brings back a bunch of dudes, same coaching staff, everything, and can't. Can't, can't make the tournament. Yeah, it is really, well, it's really not yesterday I watched more basketball yesterday than I've watched in a long. I watched long, a ton yesterday too. Long, yeah. long time, and I, I have a couple of observations. Sure. Yeah, especially if you're with an SEC, excuse me, an NC, well, shoot, an ESPN. I thought a different SH word was network. There. It, it's like it's like Lenardi. It's like the it's like the committee goes to Lenardi. To see who should be in, and I mean, just because Joe Lenardi says this team oh. is in or this team is out, yeah. doesn't necessarily. I mean, I know he's pretty good, uh, uh, but he doesn't get them all right. Sure, he doesn't get them all right. So you know, I, I, I think it's pretty obvious that North Carolina is out. But let, let's wait till Sunday uh, to make yeah, sure. That's fair enough. The 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 other thing that I observed yesterday, Louie, was I did not know the NBA is going to expand the first round to 90, 90 picks next year. Because every, every color analyst had two or three guys a game being a first-round pick in the NBA next year. I mean, it was, it's incredible. A guy makes a nice move. You know, I, I think he's got a chance to be a first-round pick next year. First-round pick where? It's hysterical. <laughs> First round pick where? And of course, I had to listen to frickin' frack all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and and what's the what's the sideline? Oh, <laughs> what's the sideline? Marty Smith. Yeah, Marty Smith. Here here's my impression of Marty Smith. Okay, I I was just in the Mississippi State huddle, and Coach Jan said, "We have to fight. We have to fight harder. We have to fight." Next next break. I was just in the other team's huddle. Their coach said, we're not fighting hard enough. We have to fight. He gets paid for that? They sent him to the Preakness one year. Marty Smith? We like literally bumped into each other in a hallway at Pimlico. Mm. And I looked up and I was, I was like, oh, hey, Marty, how are you? How are you? I'm Louie, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we, we got talking, and it was a year where we did a show for 680. And so, you know, we had the ESPN label in common or whatever, and we talked for a couple of minutes. And it was immediately apparent that they just send him to stuff, and the poor guy just has to figure it out on his own. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- I like, mean, they do not help him prep for anything. He, his, his wheelhouse, all right, his bailiwick, if you will, it's NASCAR, thumbs, right? Is NASCAR. Yeah. And he was and good he on that. He does a really good job of that, right. I think, because I don't know anything about NASCAR. No, sure. So I've got to rely on him. I do know something about basketball, and he ain't it. It's <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> he's got great hair, though, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah, he's got great hair. You and I would notice that first. <laughs> got a haircut yesterday, Dan. I, I realized Ooh. the other day, um, wearing the headphones, that I was getting off the show, and I had the headphone line around my ears. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's time, folks. Yep. It's time. No. No. <laughs> Kentucky on the sixth line here. Vanderbilt uh, next four out. There's actually a lot at stake in the game tonight, Dan. Well, you know, I, I, again, this is Lenardi. This isn't the selection committee. I understand. But, I, I, mean, I don't I, know how. I don't know how Vanderbilt can be out. And some of those teams. I watched the other night. I told you, Louie, I watched Rutgers and Northwestern oh, from tip off to buzzer. <laughs> If Vanderbilt played Rutgers, Vanderbilt would win by 15 points. And he's got and he's got Rutgers in and Vanderbilt out. Did Lenardi go to a Big Ten school? No, he was a he's Saint got Joe's. the Big Ten. He's got the Big Ten way, in my estimation, way overrated in this thing. Well, he's got nine Big Ten teams in, but a lot of them are pretty high seeds. Illinois is a nine, Maryland's an eight, Michigan State's a seven, Northwestern is seven. It's not like he's making them one seeds, Dan. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I think he's pretty balanced. He doesn't even have Purdue on the one line. He's got Purdue on the two line. Um, I don't know. I, I think. But do you do you agree with me with Vanderbilt? I, I mean, I know you know. I think they're playing the very well right now, for sure. Yes, they've absolutely. won nine out of ten games, absolutely. Louis. Yep. And Stack is nine showing out of ten. Stackhouse is showing an acumen that that we didn't see even last year, probably. Like he he's got a group that he 
feels fits what he he wants to do for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think, but that's why tonight, know, I, man. I, I mean, don't. I, I hope Cal's got a little more vigor in him than he usually does for a conference tournament because they can lose tonight. No questions. No, no question asked. They can absolutely I, lose tonight. As I was reading, you know, Cal. Well, everybody. I mean, Kentucky's record against Vanderbilt is very <laughs> one sided. Sure. Yeah. Do you know in the last ten times? That Vandy and Kentucky have met in the SEC tournament. You know what the records are? Ooh, uh, let's go seven and three Kentucky. Five and five. Sheesh. Five and five. <sighs> Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I will say this: without Robbins, Vandy isn't nearly the team. You know, in some in some polls, he was the uh, SEC defensive player of the year some have Castleton some had him Hmm. Uh, but the way he was playing when he got hurt uh, in the Kentucky game and Rupp I mean he he was on a roll and so they're not nearly as good without him sure for a couple reasons his you know his length gave Oscar problems so that's that that's not a factor anymore but I, still, but it looks like it looks like the the injured players are going to play. Is that the feeling you got reading this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that well. that 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 points to me that that Cal thinks they've got to win a couple games in Nashville. I I think you're right. I think he I feels think that you're way. Exactly right. Yeah, and I think yeah. he thinks he's got. This is once in a while you can tell you he thinks he's got something, and, and midnight press conferences are when he thinks he's got something. That's what he did last night. So I think he really does think that. And I, by the way, I agree with him. And he's done a very fine job the last month um, of coming up with game plans for this team with with the pieces that he does have. Um, I, I, you know, I was, we did the podcast last night. I was talking with Gandolfo and and Mike said that that game at Arkansas is why Musselman will never coach at Kentucky. (laughs) Because Cal just, I mean, Cal pantsed him. I mean, he did. I mean, he just pantsed him. And, And it's a, you know, when you just see it right in front of you like that, and all the you know all the indicators are right in front of you, it's 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 a little too obvious. So um, yeah, yeah. Although I will say this, uh, of all the SEC teams I saw play yesterday, Arkansas is the one I wouldn't want to play. Oh, they have more talent than probably everybody in the league, but that is not that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, now right. now that Smith is back, and I can see why he was so hyped coming in. Wasn't he like the second or third highest ranked freshman coming in last year? Yeah. I, I can see why. Oh, yeah. That, that young can man can play. Yeah, he can play. Oh, they have athleticism at like four spots on that team, for sure. I mean, high-level athleticism. Oh, no, it's not It's not about players, man. That ain't it. Cal just went down there and outcoached them. I mean, that's and that absolutely, absolutely the fact in that case. But, again, I, I think actually the six line is kind of perfect for Kentucky because you play an 11, then you play a three. The first weekend, right? And you stay away from those ones and twos. Um, I, what you don't want to do is lose to Vandy, give them a reason to put you in a seven. Right. Yeah. Because like I said, and I, and I don't, I've never been in a committee room, but I can imagine even one person saying, come on, they lost two of their last three and they were both to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Like one person, mm-hmm. only one person has to say it like that <laughs> for it to be okay. Fine. There are seven. Jeez. It's okay. Like, you know, <laughs> and I, I just, I don't think you'll want, you don't want that. That's all I'm saying. Like, you don't have to – I don't think you have to imagine a scenario – I don't think that's a difficult scenario to imagine is what I should say, right, where someone just gets negative about your team. Do not give them the fodder. Go beat Vandy. Go, you know, win that second game. Force them to debate, are they a five-seed or are they a six-seed? Right. Force that debate. Yeah, not, that's what you want. Not, You're hey, exact, are they a seven or yeah. an eight here? Is that what we're yeah, doing now? No, like, you, don't want, you don't want them putting you in seven or eight. You, you, want them to, you want them to have a real problem not to put you at five. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, and, then, and then at that point, you know, you're looking at, hey, can we, can we out-muscle a Houston? Can we, you know, is, with, without Bill Self, is Kansas really a one seed? Um, you know, is UCLA, who plays below the rim, a game that we can actually grind out? Um, that kind of thing. It's a, you know, at that point, once you get into that five line, you know, take care of your 12, 12, five upsets happen all the time, of course, but you know, take care of the 12 and then worry about that because if you can get through the first weekend, then we're talking about a very different thing for Kentucky basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yep. Hey, hey, Louie, we want to thank George and the Bear Nose yes, team for bringing lunch by the ESPN studios. I see you got them uh, bringing a cheese pizza during Lent. That's huh? right, yeah. Appreciate Good those guys. They sent us two last week, and guess which one sold out first? A little cheese pizza. Uh, the, People seem to like the cheese pizza around here. There you go. Wow. How about that? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Banos have been covered <laughs> for all of the big events this weekend. Carry out, delivery, or dine-in, 14 area metro locations in southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that good Bear Nose Pizza. Bear Nose Pizza on a Friday. How about that? Yeah. All right. I um Yeah, so I just I think there's plenty at stake. By the way, we will have the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show tonight. Around 11 o'clock, you get Jason Entz. Jason, uh, James Striebel, and you will get Mike Gandolfo tonight um, on the post game. Uh, they'll take your calls, texts. You'll hear from John Calipari tonight here on 680-1057 and on the app as well. Uh, we thank our friends at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife because they're sponsoring all of our coverage of Championship Week here this week. And, um, I mean, look, tonight, Big East doubleheader, UConn Marquette, Creighton Xavier. I mean, you talk about seeding and matchups. Those are huge games. The ACC tournament also has a doubleheader. That, by the way, the Big East is on. Our air here, 680-1057. And then on 93.9, we'll have the ACC side of things. Duke-Miami, Clemson-Virginia. Uh, Clemson with a serious chance to play themselves into the tournament there. And then uh, on Saturday, we'll have the SEC semis. We will have the Big East Championship. And then on 93.9, Big 12 and ACC tournament. So if you're driving around at all this weekend, we'll have the games on for you. All of that brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. Seven County Services, KellyJobs.com, and Kroger. Fresh for everyone. So there you go. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I've got to tape the Kentucky game, so don't text me anything. Thank you for telling me that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a fun day planned. Uh-oh. Well, let's get it. I'm having lunch with my son. Nice. And I'm going to uh, I'm uh, going to the uh, Woody Harrelson movie. Oh, okay. The basketball coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it must be good because they advertise it every fifteen minutes. Oh, yeah, that makes everything. I mean, you can tell you can tell what the what the movie industry thinks of a product. <laughs> I mean, if they think they've got a winner, they uh, you know, and and if they don't like your people, it's on Netflix before it even. <laughs> Before it even comes out of the the the, the, the final, I was told by uh, Sherry Issel that Dan Issel liked that movie more than she did. So yeah, she she was clueless. <laughs> I was trying uh, to act like I liked it because oh, I get it. We've all been yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, I know the end game there. A little Netflix and uh and, and Issel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's great. At least it's Friday. Yeah, no. That's I get all it. I got to say about that. Oh. And it's uh it's my birthday tomorrow. Doing the Turfway trip tomorrow. Have we talked oh, about that? Oh, you're going to Turfway? Oh, we haven't talked about that. So like No. Man, I've got I've got great neighbors. So a neighbor neighbor of mine uh we we he's he's got an RV. So we've got we've got a driver and we're packing this RV with with neighbor neighborhood dads. And beer, and we're driving round trip to Turfway. A friend of mine has a horse in the stakes race there tomorrow, and so we're going up for like six races and just using the party bus and coming back. It's gonna be fun. There you go, Avery. Have you noticed? Oh boy, how how this man? He's got a neighbor that has a dog the kids can pet, <laughs> so he doesn't have to have a dog. Number one. He's got a neighbor that has a swimming pool that his kids swim in, so he doesn't have a pool. Number two. Now he's got a neighbor that's got an RV, so he doesn't have to have an RV. Number three. He's surviving off of the neighbors. <laughs> no question. I'm thriving off the neighbors. Thank you very much. Um, well, I'm sure are listening and <laughs> laughing at me right now. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan. Yes. Uh, uh, text line four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line. Dan's fired up this morning. Frick and frack. No wonder Frick wouldn't give him the time of day. It rup. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, no, that's frack. Oh, it's frack. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Frack didn't oh, give frick. me the time. Well, Frick does a, a a good job with tennis coverage. If that's worth anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carl wouldn't know who I was. That's fair. Um, yeah. He's got. Dude, he's got. I think if I had to have a job, like one person's job at ESPN, I think he has it that I would want. He gets to cover college football, and then he gets to um, go to all the tennis majors. Like, that's what I would do at ESPN. Mm. I would love it. Um, uh, our guy Marcus from over at Martini Bistro in the East End is asking, Louis, can I ask Dan a serious question? I'm a longtime, big-time U.K. fan. My favorite player all time is Dan. Saw him play when I was three years old on my dad's lap at Memorial Coliseum. My favorite U.K. coach, however, is Rick Pitino. Dan seems to detest Rick. Can you ask him why? I'm asking you why, Dan. I don't know if I want to get into that. Okay. 
There were, there is it were like just, a personality thing? Uh, no, there were some things that Rick did when he was coaching the Celtics and I was coaching the Nuggets. Got it. That, so it's actually uh, from your it, NBA days then, actually. Not, yeah, not even Kentucky. That, yeah, okay. that, that in my mind were totally uh, underhanded and wrong. Got it. That's, that's as far as I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's interesting that it was from your NBA days and not from something that happened at UK, so... There you go. No, I mean he did a he did a nice job. At UK, I, I was watching as I've said a million times. I love pardon the interruption. Right. I, I don't care what game is on, how how much I enjoy the episode of Andy Griffith that's opposite pardon the interruption. <laughs> I'm going to watch pardon the interruption. And the other day, Tony Tony Kornheiser said something that I thought was both astute and right on the money. He said probably the worst coaching decision ever made in the history of coaching was when Rick left Kentucky and went to the Boston Celtics. And I think, I think he's right on the money. I mean, how many uh, – he, he wins a national championship. He, he go, I think he goes to the Final Four the next year. Yep. And then he leaves, and, if not and, for a, and Tubby if, wins a national championship with his players. I mean, if he had stayed at Kentucky, how many national championships would he have won? But three or four, probably. Yeah, especially in that era. Probably. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think there's... No, it has nothing to do with yeah, yeah, what I, Rick did at Kentucky well, well, or Louisville. Well, his time at, at at Kentucky especially, I just think he, just that personality and the size of Lexington, like it just was never going to work. I think he was always going to wear out people, you know, culture, restaurants, whatever it might be, right? Where he just, <laughs> he there's a reason he needs New York so he can annoy, you know, 10 million people rather than 300,000 in Lexington. I just think that's who he is. I think he's just that he's that brash, right? I mean, like I only got to know him a little bit because when I worked at U of L, he was coaching, and Elaine Wise was my department chair. She just retired, and she was the athletic liaison for the faculty. And so whenever they, whenever Rick needed something academically, he would stop by Elaine's office. And actually, I mean, it was one of the things I liked about Patino when I was working there was that he was actually I saw him in the academic buildings pretty often. Like, he was checking on dudes. And and it's part of the, like, minority stuff. Like, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, dude, I saw you in, like, in the, the humanities building. Like, you you were everywhere. You had your finger on everything. Anyways. Um, and and he, he, he just, he, he, Elaine was perfect for him. She was, she was this no-nonsense, like, just, just didn't take crap from anybody kind of person. And she was perfect for Rick. And it just, it, you could just, but you could just tell, like, it was every time he walked down the hall, there was this trepidation. He just has that kind of personality. And I just think a place like Lexington just isn't big enough for him. So you haven't heard any of the stories from the restaurants in Lexington. You're just, <laughs> you're just assuming that, right? No, what I'm saying is, like, I think he likes nice meals. And eventually you run out of nice places to go in Lexington, and you can do that in, like, two weeks. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. There's plenty of nice See, restaurants in Lexington. what you just said, what you just said, Louie, is why I don't buy for a second. The minority hall stuff, yeah. That he didn't know what was going on at U of L. Yeah, I, I mean, if he's paying that much attention, that he's not having a surrogate go check on if the guys are going to class or not, he's checking it was on him. it. Oh, it was him. Absolutely. Yeah. It was summer that's, school. That's even. why I, mean, I don't buy it. It even stood stuff. out because it was summer school. Like he was doing it during the summer. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it was. And I mean, and, and look, he was always polite to me. I mean, hey, professor, how are you? Blah, blah, blah whatever. That's fine. But like, um, you know, no, no, it, he was he was around for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, no question about it. I mean, yeah, I saw yeah, dozens of times for sure um, in my short time at UofL even. So in the humanities building, Avery, how about that? Do you ever have a class in Bingham Hall? No, but oh my gosh. Okay. So I was in. I know you kind of got bleeped out of a good experience because of COVID and all that. Yeah, so, but yeah, like yeah. this was, mo- even though I got here during COVID, it was more of the college experience I wanted. Oh, good. Okay. Um, so I was in Mortarboard Honor Society. I got mm. tapped at the end of my junior year. Nice. And senior year, we were finally able to do meetings in person. Yep. We didn't do many, but that was fine. Um, one of them was in Bingham. And 
That's the weirdest shaped building it ever. I got building. so lost. So, like I'm going up and down the hallway <laughs> where know. this particular classroom should be, and it's on the opposite side of the yeah. building. Yeah. Oh, whoever designed that building and came up with the numbers needs to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> they need to go renumber the building so that it makes sense, not I, have like room 125 next to com- 103. Yeah, right. yes. yes, I know. I um yeah, it was- is that is that bit named after the family that used to own the Curious Journal? I don't know that or if it was Hiram Bingham um who was the man who found uh Machu Picchu. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't know. Um I'm guessing the newspaper people uh, probably I um, but that building is is a an architectural style called brutalism, and I think that's a really good name for it. Um, it's where the older, or excuse me, the higher level floors extrude wider than the lower level floors. It, it's so dumb. I love. I it. hate <laughs> that building with a burning passion. I had a great office. Um, that was one of the walls was just a window overlooking the courtyard and then i had a yeah you know where they are yeah i know exactly level. which but they put in while i was there they put in a bagel shop right below me so every day i went home oh, smelling einsteins. like bagels yeah the einsteins people <laughs> they're closed now i think i'm sure it was not a good place i went down there one time dan to get a bagel i thought i'd be a good neighbor and the woman says what's your name and i said louie she goes what I said, Louie, like the city. And she goes, I don't know no city named Louie. <laughs> and after five stunned seconds of silence, I said, my name is Jerome. And I moved down the line. And then someone said, bagel for Jerome. And I grabbed the bagel. See, I could spell Louie before I could spell Jerome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't heard of no city named Louie. Obviously a graduate student. <laughs> <laughs> if she was one of mine, I would have I would have just quit. I just I'm done. Retirement. Yeah. Uh, but oh, no, I funny. had a great time teaching over there. I still I still have students I keep in touch and um How long were you there? Uh just a couple years. And yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh we I got there at the wrong time that like that 2008 2009 like you know the the tech bubble popped and the state budget plummeted and yep. um it just it was bad timing so yeah um but no I had a great time over there I mean and I talk about Elaine like she was super kind to me and um you know really really guided me on I was very young at the time 25 something like that 24 um trying to figure things out and so yeah no she was great so, so is uh, is uh, speaking of Rick is uh, is Georgetown going to hire him? I don't think so. And I'm going on the words of Rick Bozich for that one. He he thinks that there's a um, <laughs> text. I will not stand for the Einstein brothers slander. It was that location. It was that they couldn't. Come on, man. That, if you can't appreciate that story, I can't help you. They um, had bad hours too. They had, like, some of the smallest... I can't eat there anyway. Yeah, sure. But, like, they had some of the smallest hours on campus. Yeah, it was tough. Um, I'm not here. The, Could be why they're no longer there. <laughs> Maybe. The Einstein brothers slander. That's great. Um, I I think it, it's a good landing spot for him. Um, there was a, a piece in the New York, uh, New York New, uh, Daily News yesterday about how St. John's just needs to go get Rick Pitino. Hmm. And I think there's... You know, we kind of so we had a we had a guest on last night who played college basketball and is now um, uh, a track analyst for Tampa Bay, and he he was actually teammates with uh, Ben Wallace at Virginia Commonwealth, and he or oh yeah Virginia Commonwealth VCU and um oh Virginia Union oh I can't remember now anyways um whenever they were D two and uh, he said that the St John's job has been so out of vogue for so long that it would be harder to bring back and I just think. If you had, um, if you had, Patino in the garden, <laughs> I, I just I think that's a different thing, right? It would transfer portal. That's a that's a turnaround that can happen very quickly. Yeah, but but he's he's right. I mean, St. John's it's hasn't been, been so relevant long. since Lou Carnesecca left. Right. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, and and so it, it would be, it, you know, it's all about recruiting. I mean, if you can get, yeah, you got to get dudes. That's right. Yeah. 
If you have you ever been to St. John's campus? Yeah, it, it, it's no, not I like, haven't actually. It, it's not. It's not like recruiting to Lexington or Chapel Hill. I mean, it's 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 a city school, uh, and and the the arena that they have on campus, which yeah, I've right. practiced in before, holds about six thousand people. Sure. So yeah, sure. You know, I, it, you know, it's it's nice that you go into Manhattan and play some of your games at Madison Square Garden but it's in uh, Queens right yeah yeah okay yeah no it's it's not in a great neighborhood got it okay. for sure right. in fact um Norm what's his last name the assistant that took uh coach self's place yesterday um ah mm-hmm. uh, he he left he left the nest for a while Roberts and was the head coach at St. John's. Yeah. Okay. And and quickly went back to Kansas. <laughs> Roberts is his last name. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I I if I'm Georgetown I go I go to him and say, "Hey, five five-year contract and we'll try the experiment." Absolutely. They, they um I I did read where they have uh I think their basketball budget last year was 14 million which um you know that that pales in comparison to some i i I don't even i can't imagine what it is at kentucky Mm. but they said it was more than north carolina yeah so they're i mean they're not cheapskates there they're no they're spending some money yeah absolutely um texter avery it's not the size of the hours that matter but what you can do with it texter they were open when they wanted to be it's fair texter uh, I'm not here for any Einstein Brothers slander either. Texter, man, it's bagels. A little bagel talk on a Friday. How about that? Um, bagels would have been good during Lent, though. Get a little uh, a little bagel, cream cheese, nice vegetarian option there. There you go. Speaking of Lent, of course. Uh, oh, man. I, uh, texter, I had quite a few humanities courses in Bingham between 2010 and 2013. You and I, sir or ma'am, we overlapped in a very serious way that way. Um, so yeah. there you go. Um I had no idea we had anybody that young that listened to our show. I think I texted you this. Did I mention this on air that last Saturday at the academic team competition, I ran into a dad who listens to the show every day? I know I texted it to you. Have I talked about it on the show, Avery? I, I don't, don't think, so. think so. Okay. So I got to tell the story now that we're talking about Bingham. So his kid goes to a uh, uh, school in the Highlands, you know, whatever. They happen to be in our region for academic team. And I see him and I go, man, did you coach basketball at this school and he goes yeah and I was like oh okay because I used to coach basketball at at, uh, at a school that closed and my kids went to and um, and so we started talking and he goes what's what's your name again I was like oh I'm Louis Rabone he goes okay um, yeah alright I listen to you and uh, what's his name Dan Issel every day <laughs> and I was like what like that that part was very funny to me and um, and he goes did you used to teach humanities at Louisville and I'm like yeah and he goes, oh, I'm an advisor at Louisville. I used to point kids to your class. And I'm mm. like, okay, the world is way too small in this town. We coached against each other in basketball. We are now coaching against each other in academic team. After my kid's school closed and I moved to a different school, and he's still at the same school, and then he was an advisor when I was teaching at L, which was like a decade ago, and he was putting kids in my class. And we talked about Blaine Hudson, who they're naming the department after, who was our dean at the time. I, like, <clears throat> It was very... The only good part about it was that he was like, is it Dan Issel? Is that who it is? That was the best part. Well, here, here's what I took out of uh, out of that whole soliloquy. You were an easy grader. <laughs> hey, when you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than the Bluegrass State. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground, this is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your getaway today at KentuckyTourism.com. This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rabot is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. Make sure anytime that you are planning a trip here in the Bluegrass State, you start at KentuckyTourism.com. Check out our friends there and check out all their social media outlets as well as Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are hanging out. Make sure that that happens there. Issel and Louis here. On a Friday, we made it, folks. Taking you up until noon. V-Show after us. First replay. We'll have the mixtape today. 
local programming 7 to 6 every single day here during the week, Monday through Friday, on ESPN 681-057. Reminder, it is Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Conference Championship Week. All I can tell you, if you're driving around, throw on our stations, the basketball games will be on. A bunch of high-stakes games, UConn, Marquette, Creighton, Xavier, Duke, Miami, Clemson, Virginia, all of those tonight on our sticks. So make sure that you've got those locked in. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, of course, the presenting sponsor there. And we also want to thank our friends at Seven County Services, kellyjobs.com, and Kroger, fresh for everyone. Louisville baseball today is over on 970. So if you're looking for that game, check out our friends at 970. 250, Sean Moth will talk to you right up till 3 o'clock for first pitch. They are hosting Dayton today. When I think of Dayton, Dan, you know what I think of. What? Mike Pratt. There you go. Mike Pratt, every time. All right. It's also, by the way, people make fun of the first four, and they should. But Dayton does a great job, and that stadium is awesome. And they fill it. Uh, like crazy. It's very fill it fun. to yeah, the rafters. Like 10, 11,000 people. It's very fun. So. Yep. By the way, we talked bracketology early in the show. If you ever miss part of our show, you can go back to the podcast center at ESPNLouisville.com or download the ESPN Louisville app. All of our shows go straight to there. I put it on the show sheet. Updated bracketology or, quote, why we don't need to expand the field. Because <laughs> you're right. Because you're like, you know, we're talking about Rutgers and, and Vanderbilt and Clemson. Yeah. And, like, if if Nevada should get in. Yep. Yep. We no, do not need 80 it's teams. It's plenty big enough. Yeah, we do not need, need, we do not need 80 teams. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't. <laughs> it's not good, Dan. No. I mean, this year especially is a, a very nice reminder that I, I just remember in the past – We'd have one team, and it was always Virginia Tech and Buzz Williams. <laughs> that was the last te- first team out or whatever. And, and everyone's like, oh, just poor Virginia Tech. And it's like, what are you? No, not poor Virginia Tech. Win one more game. Literally, win one more mm-hmm. game. Stop it. <laughs> that's, that's what it comes down <laughs> just to. Just one more. Yeah. God, just shut up. Yeah, I think I, I, th- this is where uh, I, I disagree with Lenardi. And maybe, okay. you know, maybe he's got the – the four number ones right maybe he's got the four number twos right but when you start getting down to this uh last four in and first four out i think he's throwing darts there oh i agree with you i agree with you i think it's going to be a year where one bracketologist is going to be considerably better than the rest because it's going to be so hard to figure out who those last 10-ish teams are i agree with Mm. you all right, expand the tournament. There you go. We'll talk on that. Do you have an update on Bill Self? Uh, I I called um, I called a couple of my buddies in Lawrence, and if they knew what happened, they weren't sharing it, uh, and um, uh, which I can understand. Sure, um, but uh, it, it sounds, and I'm I'm not going to speculate no, on sure. what it on what it is or what happened. Um, that, but it sounds like he's going to be fine. And, and, uh, one of the guys that I talked to that's closest to him said he will be back for the NCAA tournament. Oh, good. Okay. All right. So it's, it's not serious enough for that. Okay. So it's like, he's out for no. a week and okay. Yeah. Well, that's and good. you know, there were a couple rumors floating out there yesterday. One was that he had had a heart attack. Yeah. And um and and the doctors quickly said no no he didn't have a heart attack he had a a, a procedure, the other one was Louis I don't know if you heard this there was a rumor going around that it was a, a emergency hair weave restoration mm. but uh, but I can also uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad to report that also is not true uh, well I'm I'm actually I think it's the second one um and uh. So you and I are getting conflicting reports there. Um, so, yeah. Oh, oh man. But yeah, nobody was saying exactly what it was. I mean, you can speculate. I'm not going to. But no, sure. uh, but he he uh, he 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 should be back for the tournament. Okay. Well, speaking of tournaments, um, what do we expect from UK tonight? Uh, I I expect uh, in in the. Match what? What's it called? The Match predictor, predictor. The yeah. Um, they've got Kentucky seventy-eight, uh, Vanderbilt twenty-two. Kentucky's an eight and a half point favorite. It, it sounds like to me, and this is what I was really happy to hear. And it, it was if if Wallace can play, he's going to play. That it, it's not. We're going to hold him out. We're going to take uh, you know precautions. Uh, Orlando said he was the fill-in for 
Cal last night uh, that if he if he can play, he's going to play, and I like that. So you know, don't don't be saving him for the tournament or anything like that. Get him out there if he can play. So if he plays, I, I'd say that's pretty much on online eight and a half points for Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, I, I and I also think the match predictor is right. If they play the game ten times, Vanderbilt wins twice. Does that sound about right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, uh, given where they are, given the fact they don't have Robbins, given the fact that they had to play last night. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that's about right. Okay. All right. And are we still on a a similar thought process that getting to Sunday matters for UK for this tournament? I I think so. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I I think so. If they want to move up from that from that six, I mean, I if they win tonight, they're no lower than a six. But but if they get to Sunday, they could move into that five line. I I agree. Yeah. Would you want to be in the five line or the six line? Do you care at that point? Nah, not not really. Because you, I mean, you have to beat everybody that's in front of you. Sure. Um, but you know, I I guess it. I, I guess it does matter. I mean, the 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 one that uh, that Lenardi has up there, and you know, that's all we can talk about now because we don't know what the selection yeah, sure. committee is thinking or how the about. next but, couple of days are going to play out on yeah, other teams. But sure. they've got he's got Kentucky as a six uh, with uh, Baylor as the two. That's another one I don't agree with. But uh, where would you and have them? UConn as the three. And Houston is the one. Uh, uh, I, I want to I, I want to say something to see if you agree or disagree. I think there's a team out there, Louie, that everybody is sleeping on right now that I think could be very dangerous in the NCAA tournament. All right. Is it TCU? No. Is it? All right. At least give me a conference. ACC. Miami? Nope. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Duke. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Duke is playing Duke yesterday. Now, remember, they were undefeated at home, and that, that kind of, you know, slid by. I mean, that, that's impressive. You go through a whole season and don't lose, don't lose a game at home. And I don't know who they lost to on the road, but they're playing really well. Remember, this is a young team, Louie. They're playing really well. Yesterday, they beat Pittsburgh by almost 30 points. They punked them yesterday, yeah. <laughs> they shot 62%. But here's the, here's the one stat that I absolutely love. They had 27 assists. Wow. 27. And that wasn't, that wasn't a one seed playing in a nine seed. That was a 4-5 game. Yeah. And Duke really handled them so I, that that's the one team out there that isn't getting any run at all that I don't think I'd want to play interesting yeah I mean they're and they are by the the official Dan Ilso metric they are playing well recently right and so yeah that's a yeah. no but I'm with you Jay Jay mentioned this on the show yesterday if if it weren't Duke I mean John Shire's probably ACC the coach of the year right first year coach um young team like you mentioned doesn't lose at home but I, I think, too, and this is something you and I have talked about a lot as far as brackets and, and the net and all that stuff, the ACC stinks in all of the metrics. And frankly, the product kind of stinks, too, right, this year. And Duke is being punished for the, for the sins of its fellow, <laughs> for the sins of its fellow uh, conference mates, I think. Yeah, good point. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But if they keep and, it going, and they've got dudes, right? I mean, they've absolutely got dudes if they can keep it going I, i'm with you that's a i mean duke and houston in sweet 16 yeah i mean that's that, yeah that's a toss-up game right yeah i think so okay i th- i think so where where would that be played in Lowell? no no in new york in new york that's definitely that's definitely in duke's favor there exactly absolutely no question exactly half the place would be full of duke people yeah, that's right but you're right about about the conference not being very good. Uh, and Lenardi's only got five ACC tournament uh, 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 teams, ACC teams in the tournament. I'll tell you the other one that's interesting in that in this scenario that you're talking about, where Houston's one, Duke five. 
Arkansas is the eight seed, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Round mm-hmm. of 32 with those dudes. I mm, uh, <laughs> hope Kelvin Sampson's got a good plan because that's a um, – and he's a better coach than Eric Musselman. Let's be real clear about that. But that's a that's – a, oof. That's a tough one eight there, um, as opposed and, to UCLA, and, who gets Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now that I just jinxed, I'm sorry, UCLA. I just jinxed UCLA. Um, man, I don't. Why do you I, think I, Baylor's I, not a two? Who Baylor? Uh, because they're not playing very well okay, right now. It. Okay, yeah, I got it. They're okay. not playing okay. very well right now. They got beat yesterday. Yeah. Um, the other game that I watched, pretty much the entire game was UCLA and Colorado. Okay, yep. And and I think, and, and I've said this most of the year, I, I may be dead wrong. UCLA might be a Final Four team, but it, I would bet against it. Okay. I they, wanna, it, we need to have a, on record right now, you think UCLA is not making the Final Four, right? No. Okay. Mike Adolfo no. thinks they're winning the whole thing. Yeah. Well, that ought to show right there that they got no <laughs> shot. No, with they're they're playing Colorado, and Colorado is not good. Right. Colorado's going to be real good. They've got some young players that can play. They've got a great recruiting class coming in. Watch Colorado next couple of years. Well, the other thing is too, when your football team is good, it actually usually helps the basketball team. Yeah, it usually does, right? Yeah. And so, in their case, like you know, I mean, it's a forgotten spot for people to go play sports old boulder colorado but if you can get eyes on it i mean if you visit that campus you're like holy crap (laughs) they don't make campuses like boulder man no no but um with with five minutes to go in that game uh it it was a one possession game Mm. and colorado's not that good right uh and uh and and colorado should have beaten them when they played in boulder i just i'm not you know and they lost one of their uh one of their best players, not Yaquez or, or Tiger, yeah. but oh, and, but like a thirteen and five guy, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I I'm not impressed with UCLA at all. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. Do you think Arkansas ended Auburn season yesterday? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Talk me through that. Is it Bruce Pearl? Is it Auburn? What is it? No, I just I hope saying so. stupid. Just saying stupid stuff. I uh, I, I, hope I, so. I give. I know one thing. Oh, I give Arkansas. I, I give them. Um, they'll go farther in the tournament than than Auburn will. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to see. Oh, they've got uh, Lenardi's got Auburn as a ten. Playing your playing your alma mater, Louie. Old Michigan State Auburn matchup there. Yeah, there you go. In Denver, Dan'll be there. Got to send you a hat. If you'll wear uh, Kansas gear, you'll wear Michigan State gear, right? Oh, absolutely. There we go. Okay. If it's free, I'll wear anything. <laughs> oh man, he's Dan Islam, Louie Rabo, hanging out with you until noon, Bobby V. After us, uh, and then of course first replay, Sweezy and Street. I'll got you till six o'clock. Check out that uh, mixtape at 5.30. Dan will be featured prominently. Um, we've got all the games here this week, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Conference Championship Week. Make sure that you uh, hang on with us. Later, we will talk about a zombie virus that spent 48,000 years frozen in permafrost that they decided to revive. Dan and I feel exactly the same about these stories, so we're going to get into that later. We will uh, talk about the uh, Tampa Bay Derby card. Um, and I was, I was bamboozled, Dan. Uh-oh. Bamboozled by the people at Tampa. So it didn't come out until very late yesterday that you could bet a pick four ending in the Tampa Bay Derby. I thought you had to play a ticket that ended with the twelfth race, which is a maiden special. Maiden special. Let yeah. the let the the cars trickle out of the parking lot race, um, and then they added. There's two pick fours in there right in the late sequence. So they bamboozled me. Uh, so my picks in the in the sheet are are back to back. Oh, I I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to put in a uh, So you have the pick 4 ending in race 12. No, I have I did I did overlapping pick 3s essentially. Cuz hmm. I I wanted to handicap the stakes races, right? I mean, that's what people come to the column for. So This um, uh this pick 4 looks pretty chalky to me, Lewis. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that at the, uh, near the end of the show picks without bad, of course. Um man oh man. I So th- Patrick Ewing, I kind of want to get into this a little bit because 
I, I, you know, with what is happening at U of L basketball right now, and obviously it's flipped, right? Where we're talking about what year five for Ewing, is that right? I um, think six or year six, Jesus, please. Okay, wow, I can't believe he's been there that long. Uh, I'm doing that from memory, sure. so don't. No, he he was at his alma mater for six years. Man, okay, so finished seventy five and one oh nine. Wow. So the 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 thing about programs and 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 it, this is something that Kentucky has done well for a long time with its basketball program is. There is no real push for a Kentucky man to head the basketball team, right? In the in, in a different way than you hear about, we need a Michigan man to coach the football team or whatever it is at different yeah, places. Yeah, if right? anything, they've gone the other direction. That's exactly right, and it has benefited them by and large. I, you know, Louisville right now is sitting in a weird spot where its two marquee programs are being run by Louisville alums and former players, and. I'm of the opinion that I, I the climb from where they are right now in basketball from four and twenty eight to something next year. And you know, we played the Jeff Greer sound, we kinda had fun with it, but like thinking about that climb from four wins to say like fifteen, I mean that's four times as many. That's that's a three hundred percent increase in wins. <laughs> I mean, that's a remarkable number of wins to have to get. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, just you're on numbers, right? I mean, right. just on numbers. It, and I mean, it, 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 you know, it, it, if it's the right person for the job, and I, I think Jeff Brown probably is. I think that's right too, because he 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 showed at Purdue he can coach, sure, and at Western. And, so yeah, right, so yeah. you know, I I would say in his situation, that was a safe hire, even though he is an alum. Kenny, uh, I, I I don't know. Having never been a head coach anyplace else, correct. Now that yeah, that correct. can work or that can't right. work. So I I don't think well he Jeff was Jeff was hired because of his connections, but it was just as important that he can coach. No question. Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know if that's the same with Kenny. Right, and and it, and and there is there's also I think a, a lot of grace happening because of who Kenny where's Payne the is. grace? Where is it? Where where's the gratitude? The and, and it, what stood out is, as you get into this article, and I'm on Borzello's article on ESPN.com, third paragraph, and you mentioned it. Second paragraph is, here's his record. Third paragraph, quote, I'm very proud to be a graduate of Georgetown University, Ewing said in a statement, quote, and I'm very grateful to President DeJoa for giving me the opportunity to achieve my ambition to be a head basketball coach. It is particularly meaningful for me to be in charge of the basketball program. At my alma mater, I wish the program nothing but success. I will always be a Hoya. And I, I I smiled when I read that, Dan, because it is the stark, cold opposite of what happened at Syracuse. Yeah, <laughs> great point. I mean, the stark <laughs> opposite of what happened at Syracuse. And great if you want, point. and if you want a lesson in how to do PR and how to let a a legend at your school go in the very best way. Georgetown did it yesterday. That's it. Yeah, and and but what the, the chance you take. In making a hire like this, Louie, is it it takes you longer to come to the end, correct? Than if he wasn't a Hoya. I mean, I think we can all agree Patrick should have been out of there a year or two ago. Probably. You saw the you saw the decline in the program. You saw which direction it was going, and I think he probably was able to hang on longer than he should have because of that fact. And, um, you know, that's why I said people talking about Kenny not being back for year two. That's ludicrous. I mean, he could have he could have gone 0 and 32 and he'd be back for year number two. But, um, yeah, but it's it's harder. It's harder when you've got somebody that connected to the program. He's going to get more chances than somebody who was. And I bring that up to say. You know, if Louisville wins ten games next year, I think you need to plan for year three of Kenny Payne. Yeah, a, as a fan, no, I, I think you need I, to be. Ready I would for agree that. with that I for sure. For but that. but you know you know why? Uh, I mean, they went to Patrick and said, Patrick, yeah, you, you're out. probably the best player that ever played here. Yeah, right. Now that's arguable. Sure. You could Iverson you could say you know yeah, uh, maybe Iverson, maybe some others, but but Patrick is. Oh, he's, he's the way, face of way. Georgetown. Agreed. And, and they went to him and they said, Patrick, this ain't working. 
let let's figure out how we can you know go our separate ways but make this look classy and not and not hammer you for being what was it 75 and 109 now you mentioned you mentioned Syracuse yeah and i agree with what jay said yesterday jay said right off the top he said i think he got fired yes right and i think that's exactly what happened they went to him and said you know coach this is the end uh, you've you've been one game over 500 the last two years. We haven't made the tournament. You're 78 years old. Let's l- l- let's do this. Cla- let's handle this a classy way. And I think he said, "Screw you." <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. I think that's exactly I, what happened. I agree. And that's why that's why he said at the press conference, "You're talking to the wrong man." No. You have to talk to Syracuse, and two hours later, they named they named the new head coach at Syracuse. It's unbelievable, man! What a jerk! <laughs> "Quote: Patrick Ewing is the heart of Georgetown basketball." The president of Georgetown said in a statement, "I am deeply grateful, deeply grateful to Coach Ewing for his vision, his determination, and for all that he had enabled Georgetown to achieve over these past six years. He was tireless in his dedication to his team and the young men he coached, and we will free, be forever grateful to Patrick for his courage and his leadership in our Georgetown community." That's how you do that. See, that's, that's exactly how you, that. how you do it. That's how you do that. We we are grateful for what he gave to the program. He sucked. <laughs> but but you still say it this way because this is the classy way to do it. Correct. All right, more likely. Uh, Kenny Payne turns around, figures it out, and he's year three, he's 22 and 10, or he ends up like Patrick Ewing. Because, oh. by the way, to get to Patrick Ewing's lifetime record, um, Payne would have to go way over 500. <laughs> the next five years. Yeah. Uh, Actually, let me do that math. That's not fair. <laughs> 109 minus 28 is 81. He can only lose 81 more games, and he would have to win. He would have to go 71 and 71 and 81 the rest of his career. To catch Ewing. The next five years. Yeah. To equal that. <laughs> you know, I I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's not the case. But I, I, I guess you'd have to lean to him being another Patrick Ewing at this point, wouldn't you? I would. But, but I, I just, I, again, I bring this up because I think if you are a Louisville basketball fan, you need to mentally prep yourself for this possibility. The other issue here is Georgetown, six years is, that is, I mean, Dan, they're irrelevant. D- did you they're see the numbers at the 25. bottom? Their win percentage is .051 in conference the last two seasons. That's worse than Evansville, IUPUI, and Cal Poly. Those are teams in the Missouri Valley Horizon League and the Big West. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, they're it's, it's been irrelevant. awful. And, and you know, and you know why, Louie? It's not that Ewing can't play. He 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 couldn't get any players, right? And so that that will be the determining oh, factor. I actually I got a ping a, a ping on one of my social media four years ago yesterday. I was at the Marquette Georgetown game in Milwaukee, and I watched Ewing that year. He can coach, but you're right, he didn't get dudes. Right. That's what's yeah. interesting, actually, is he, he he had a good game plan. Uh, Woj was a coach in Marquette at the time, but um, but yeah, no, it wasn't that at all. But yeah, all right, we'll go to break. No, here. and and that's okay. and that's will be and that's what will determine if Kenny can turn this thing around or if he winds up like Patrick. And that is, does he get the guys? Correct. Yep. That's 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 the whole whole answer right there reminder we are your flagship for louisville city fc their first game tomorrow uh for this season is tomorrow uh tomorrow night uh 9 45 uh pregame with jeff milby casey whitfield kickoff at 10 right here on espn 680 1057 and on the app we have all the rights for that as they Louis, visit orange county sc louis i have to tape that too so don't don't send me any updates got okay? it i will have casey right. whitfield send you the tape um thank you reminder casey go in go in Call a championship tomorrow. Put Cruz over the fire. Cole's time for Cruz. Let's go. 
First hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Tourism and KentuckyTourism.com. Check out all the golf, all those things you want to check out in the spring, including things like the Bourbon Trail and all those great restaurants around the state. You can start at KentuckyTourism.com. On the other end, zombie viruses, we discuss them. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. 